Okay, just give credit where credit is due. Hey everyone, welcome to Colorblind with your host, Shauna Brown. Let's get into it. All right, so what are we talking about today? Well, time is up. Where is our credit? Okay, I am taking notes. I'm checking it twice. I'm gonna find out who's naughty or <laughs> am I appropriating Santa now? <laughs> So what is the difference between appropriation and appreciation? So appreciation is seeking to understand aspects of one's culture to connect on a deeper level. Appropriation is simply taking an aspect from one's culture for um, personal interest, not knowing the origin, not caring, and being, you know, downright disrespectful for money and again, other interests. So let's break it down. Let's break this down because we're trying to just have our own stuff. Okay, let's say personal example, cornrows, right? So I used to wear tons of different hairstyles, you know, growing up and I would oftentimes, well, I guess not really oftentimes, sometimes wear my hair in cornrows, right? So I had this friend, right? I we hung out all the time, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So one day she saw me wearing cornrows and she was like, oh, wow, I love your hair. Like who did it? Blah, blah, blah. Can I get it done? Which, you no, know, me being a friend, of course. Like, of course my mom did it. So why not? I'll ask her, see if she'll do it for you, which I found fine. So, you know, we get down to it. She cornrows her hair and then, you know, we go out into the world and then everyone's like, oh my gosh, I love your hair. It's so cool. It's so hip. It's so edgy. Whatever they were saying back then. <laughs> and here's, here's the problem. So when I had my hair like this, it was almost like I didn't get the, oh, I love your hair. Yeah, sure. You would get that. But I would get a bunch of follow up questions like, how do you wash it? How do you maintain it? How long are you keeping it in? all these all these questions but the the same hairstyle but done by the same person didn't have all these questions all they got was oh my gosh it looks so cool it looks so nice really really and then <laughs> you don't have any follow-up questions for her you don't have to you know ask her all these other things which i obviously got so now that the white girl does it it's seen as cool but when i do it it's seen as oh it's nice but seen as typical because it's not a black person and it's just seen as i don't know not as cool i guess because like i said you see it mostly on black people but it's made a thing because it was on a white person like what well then why ask them the same type of questions then okay like that's <laughs> so that's an, a personal example of just being respectful like i don't care um I don't care who wears what hair, but you can't claim it as your own, you know? And she wasn't, but a lot of these like celebrities in the media, like I remember Kim K said she did her hair looking cornrows and then she claimed it as bow braids, which is like a Bo Derek or whatever the hell it was. And it's, it's not you, some white girl didn't create um, cornrows, like, let me tell you. And then you have all these other people, influencers and people on YouTube saying Katy Perry braids when she did her hair and Kim K braids and Bill braids. These people did not create this. You need to give credit where credit is due. And then we, you know, have to, black people are, yeah, you see them in, in straight hairstyles, right? It's like, oh, oh, Shauna, well, well, you wear your hair straight or you've had weaves, you've had extensions, you've had this, you've had conventional, you know, white type thin hair. It's like, no, we, we were assimilating because it was seen as optimal for us to have that type of hair back then. It was optimal for us to have that, to maybe look more professional, you know, in a personal setting for us to be taken seriously. <laughs> like really, it was pushed upon us. So we had 
to assimilate because of this world we were living in. It's it's crazy. And no, no one forced me to do the hairstyle. I wanted to do it because of the overall maintenance because it was just much easier to maintain hair in a straighter um, texture as, a, as opposed to coily, right? But no, we didn't just like appropriate like white culture, what Asian culture, whatever, whoever has that type of thinner hair, okay? Like it's, it's just crazy. Like the comparison game, one, one culture does it who originated it. It doesn't seem as cool as like, you know, a person who's appropriating it, right? Just appreciate where the culture came from, where the hairstyle came from, etc. Just appreciate it, you know? It's fine to do it all, but make sure you're not just saying it was made by Kim, made by Katy Perry, made by the celebrity. They didn't create this crap. Are you kidding me? They didn't create this. No. All right. So let's move on to TikTok. White girl dances. This irritated me so much when this came out. Like for example, I will say, I'm not going to give this person any more attention. So we'll call them Sadison Payne. <laughs> so Sadison Payne versus black creators, right? So this person, in my opinion, is a fraud. She stole dances without giving credit from other creators black on the platform and she profited off of it big. She made a name for herself. She became famous. She got um, brand deals. I saw a big picture of her for some type of makeup line at Sephora. She had that movie, I don't even know what it was called, um, on Netflix. So she got a Netflix deal. She was on Jimmy Fallon. Um, she was on the Kim, what is it? Kardashian show. She got a lot of fame just by doing a lowercase version of a black creator's dance. All she had to do was credit the original dancer, right? And when she went on that one talk show, Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy whoever, they they messed up big time because by then it was so big and everyone knew who the originators were as well. Like you you would be pretty much, if you didn't know who it was, you weren't doing your research and it didn't take much to find out who, who did the dance. So the fact that you brought someone who just did a stale, bland, no salt version of the original creator. It's so disrespectful. All You could have brought the original dancers on with Sadison Payne, you know, and have them teach everybody else because then the audience of the talk show is only gonna be like seeing Sadison's version and especially they're probably not on TikTok so they're not gonna know who originally did it and how it was actually supposed to look and how it was meant to be portrayed because when you actually look at the original dancers, the hype energy, the movements, it's amazing. So compared to what Sadison did, it's a no salt blandish version. It's sad. It's Sadison pain. <laughs> So another example of just appreciate and just give a credit. Give a credit where credit is due, right? When you see a dance, when you, you know, find a poem, when you find anything, make sure you give a tag. Be like, oh, all you gotta do is be like, hey, by the way, um, this person did this great art. This is where I got this from. Or, oh, I found this dance from blah, 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 blah. All you gotta do is tag somebody. <laughs> in, the, in how social media is now, it takes one second to just tag the person, right? It takes a second to give credit where credit is due without thinking. And if you're not doing that, then you could care less. And all you want to do is profit off other people making money off of it. And that is the problem. And again, these so-called artists or whoever only credit it after they get caught 
or after they get backlash or they apologize only after. They don't <laughs> just, they don't take responsibility on their own until someone calls them out for it. It's just, this world is crazy that we're living in. It's truly crazy. So another thing, right, would be, I guess trend. <sighs> it was having nice, beautiful lips, full, right? Remember when um it went crazy when, Again, another Kardashian, or I guess not Kardashian, Jenner. Uh, Kylie Jenner, you know, got her lips Botoxed or whatever you do, pumped up. All these people, all these young, like, girls were going to get their lip fillers. And not even that, they were, what is it, sucking a cup or something to enlarge their lips and it was it looked terrible and you're destroying your lips when you do that or they probably get sketchy crap off the internet just to look like you know kylie and her beautiful lips like are you kidding me i was getting bullied and harassed for years because of my full lips and my lips aren't even that big i just have i had full lips as a child right and obviously i've grown up i still have full lips but i was constantly getting bullied and harassed for it and then this white girl essentially because the jenner clan is white does it and it's okay and it's hip and it's cool and it's it's sexy and it's all of this black people uh, are you kidding me black people are they have seen as fuller lips a lot of the time so it's only cool when this white celebrity does it you see what i mean by this you're taking features and stuff and you're making it into a trend when it's not a trend because the fact is i was constantly being bullied for this for something i can't change for something that i was born with for something that i was so self-conscious as a child about this now i'm over it now i'm i'm beautiful i love my life it's my best asset on my body but again making money off something that you <laughs> appropriated from which was just someone else's body like really it, it's not like immaterial. You, you just took pretty much something from a person's body, made it a trend and it blew up and then you sold kits and people went to get the Botox filler and then you got the plumping lipstick, then you got the cups and uh, it, it was a crazy trend. And I'm sick of like, I feel like black women are always a trend. And that leads me to our next point, which is the BBL. You know, everybody knows what the BBL is, right? The Brazilian butt lift aren't seen as beautiful until some white girl or celebrity or whoever makes it a trend, right? So like I said, the BBL. All of a sudden, everyone wants to look curvy or thick. All of a sudden, everybody's, you know, getting surgery to look thick, to look curvy, to have the hourglass look. Bang, bang, you're a dime, top of the line. It, and that is the biggest thing right now is BBL. And again, that same K family has created a monster. And it's, it's really sad because I just feel like as a black woman, we're just used. We are used constantly for everything. If you actually think about it. So our lips, then you see the trend for lip fillers and big lips, the BBL butts, big, large, round, <laughs> large booties becomes a trend. And uh, leading on to my next point, tanning. People go into the tanning booths and sit in the sun for hours on end and they're completely, especially the tanning booths, and they're tanning booths, tanning beds, whatever, and they're completely different shade, not even anywhere close to their original state. So now you want to be black. <laughs> So now you want to be black, the shade. You want to have the lips that we have. You want to have the bodies, the curve, the thickness, the booty. Now you want to have that. So you want to take every part of us and use it for your own 
personal gain to get money to sell products. Seriously, it's it's pretty much like the black woman, the black woman are products. We are products because people all they want to do is take pieces of us, only pieces, and profit off of it. They won't they don't want to take our 4C hair. They don't want to take our thick coily hair. No, no, no. They don't want to take through the stuff that happens to us though. The bullying, the harassment, the racism, the discrimination, the stereotypes. They don't want to take that, but they want to take all the physical um, character characteristics from us, you know, but no, they don't want to take all the stereotypes that we go to. They don't want to take not being listened in meetings or having our voices heard or the point of this podcast was me just wanting my ideas to be released on my own terms and with no judgment and no comments and not being not hurt. Black women are essentially product for people, for celebrities, for large corporations. We are product and it's disgusting the world we're living in. <laughs> oh my god. I just went on a tangent there because it because it is so true, right? Last point is is just talking in a certain way. So because you saw some black person talk a certain way on TV and act a certain way doesn't mean you need to do it. It's fake. It doesn't mean you need to do it. Just talk how you talk normally. If you were raised in a certain area with certain people, you're going to talk that way. And again, I <laughs> I talk the way that I talk, right? Because I was born in a certain area. I was raised in a certain area. So don't assume that I'm supposed to talk a certain way because of the color of my skin. That's just the most pathetic and the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. So I'm just going to end it there. That's it. That That's all. As always, I'm going to lead you out with a quote from Miss R-E-S-P-C-T herself we all require and want respect man or woman black or white is our basic human right aretha franklin r-e-s-p-e-c-t find out what it means to me r-e-s-p-e-c-t i can't even sing i don't even know why i'm singing okay let's end it let's wrap it thank you so much for joining me today at colorblind please join us at colorblind podcast on instagram keep coming back every week for some honest chat we're on spotify apple google podcast wherever you get your podcast just keep on coming back every week and i'll see you next week bye